Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and it's been a little bit since I've talked to you guys directly. Um, There's a lot that's been happening in the world and things have been, to say the least, interesting. (laughs) But um, today I'm going to talk about perspective. We've been talking a ton about what awakening is and what awakening looks like and what awakening means. But when we break down that word, that term, it really is a call to perspective. It's looking at the ways in which we see ourselves and the ways in which we see the world and ways that we see our circumstances and the way that we see this simulation, if you will. I always refer to our human experience as a game and that might not be your perspective, but it is the way that I'm able to hone in all the shit that's happening and how at the end of this, we'll get the chance to review how we play the game. And so anyway, we're in uh, Mercury's in retrograde and Mercury gets a lot of bad shit around itself um, about being this time where people, you know, like you can't travel, don't make any contracts, like everything basically goes to shit. And I've said on a previous episode that this time period is a time of review. We get like a little bit of a review before our final review um, to see kind of, are we putting in play aspects of our learning, aspects of our awakening, aspects of our embodiment. What are we doing with it? And I've always said that healing isn't linear. It doesn't go on a straight line and a path. And once you conquer this thing, you don't go back to that level again. Rather, it's cyclical. And we come back to our old lessons and learn how to master them the deeper we go inside of the cycle. And so I had a circumstance that happened yesterday that was very interesting, I'll say. (laughs) Um, I woke up in the morning, had realized that I left the oven on, and um, I had fallen asleep with it on, and got up, and my entire apartment smelled like burnt cookie, (laughs) Um, and what was like a plume of smoke just coming from the stove, and I thought, how long has this been on? It's been on all night, and I go over there... um, you know, surprised that the smoke detector didn't go off, which was a little bit alarming, but went over there, opened it up and all the smoke came out. And I was like, this is how I'm starting my day. As I'm looking out the window of my kitchen, I can see on the back street where I parked my car that there are police standing around my car and several others. And knowing that, um, that back street has gotten a few cars have been broken into, Um, and I don't live in like an unsafe area. It's just this particular area. There's, um, there's not a lot of light 
and it's the closest parking that I can get to when I'm walking at night that feels safe enough to walk from. So I can see that there are cops standing around all the cars and I'm thinking, God damn it, my car got broken into. Couldn't see it because there's a tree blocking my car that I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay, that's what that's what I need today, you know. Anyway, and so um, I had to cancel one of my sessions. I go downstairs, walk around the building, go back up and see that someone had, in fact, broken into my car, ripped through all my stuff. Um, who knows what they were looking for or what they even took because it's been so long since I've gone through my glove compartments. But it was this feeling of being violated. Someone had been in my space. Someone had been through my stuff. Someone had broken something that was mine and, and did it with such, you know, like they, they did every car on that street. You know, I wasn't exempt. So the police that were standing there, um, we made the report and everything. And I was just like, kind of pissed for just a few moments, you know, I was just like, ugh, like, of course, you know, I had kind of a little, little bit of that reaction of like, why did this happen to me? And I felt it just for a second that that crept up and immediately my spirit saying like, Hey, 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 we're in retrograde. This is the time to review. You're going to get an opportunity to see how beautifully you've grown. Watch for that beauty today. Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> um, and so I, I sat with that. I sat with that and said, okay, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. This is a minor inconvenience on the scale of inconveniences I could experience, but this, this kind of stinks. And part of the problem was, is that the night before when I was driving around, I even thought to myself, maybe I don't want to park here. My car might, um, you know, get the glass smashed in. I had that feeling already because knowing that I've seen glass on the ground in that area before I thought maybe I shouldn't park here. Um, but this particular night I was like, I had gone around, circled the block, circled other streets, trying to find another parking space and couldn't. And I was like, uh, okay, fine. I'll park here. And in my intuition, what I did was, is I parked my car really close to one of the parking signs. So that way, when I opened my door, I had to squeeze to get out thinking that, okay, if someone does try to break in my car, they won't really have good access to that front window if they're trying to hurry. So they won't break the front one. They'll probably break the back one. That was my intuition. <laughs> so sure enough, when I go and pull up on my car and see that they've broken the back window, I thought, oh, well, at least my reasoning checked out. But I was mad at myself because I was like, I knew this was going to happen. I felt it. I knew that it was a possibility and it was a strong possibility this particular night and I didn't listen to it. And so I felt mad at myself for a minute. Like I knew that. And I'm sure you've had moments like that where you felt something and, and, and didn't act on it and were like, fuck, why didn't I, I knew that was going to happen or I knew that wasn't going to happen, whatever. So, um, I had to offer myself the perspective and said, you know what, even though I knew it was going to happen, I went around looking for other places to park and there was no else to park. So this must have been on purpose. This must have been what was supposed to happen and what was supposed to be opened up for me. So let me sit with that. Let me see what that looks like. Um, let me see how things pan out. What is this supposed to teach me? What is this supposed to teach me? And so I leaned into that energy. And while I was leaning into that energy, 
I was in this space and, um, I thought, okay, well maybe somebody can help me. Now, from those of you who, who are avid listeners of the show, um, you know that I had this wound of not being able to ask for help. So I took it upon myself. Um, I called my dad and I called a friend of mine and I was like, um, Hey, you know, this thing happened. Um, do you have any good uh, recommendations for, for people who fix glass? And so both of them kind of had like a couple places here and there. And while they were looking, I went online and found a place and said, okay, they can get me in. And they said they could get me in tomorrow, which is today. So this was Friday. And so when I, I made that appointment, um, the price wasn't as low as I had hoped it would be and they couldn't get me in right away. And then they called me back and they were like, actually, we can't do it until Monday. And I'm thinking, damn it. Like if it rains or like me having my car out, like I don't have protected protection over it. Um, what am I going to do? And without, without any, any prompting, um, this friend of mine went in and made an appointment, got the best and lowest price possible and had set it up for that day, that day. So within a matter of hours, I was able to, to get my car fixed, to have it happen very quickly and and, uh, conveniently. And that person picked me up from the place. Um, you know, like we get to hang out and then drop me off at that place. And like, it was a very seamless, you know, interaction. And it was, it was a beautiful one because I got to see how people show up for me and I got to see how much, um, you know, people offering their gifts and their love to me and that I've, I've grown in the aspect of opening a part of my heart to allow someone in to help me. And, um, it was, it was kind of this just beautiful example of getting to see how, much I've grown. Whereas before I wouldn't have taken perhaps someone else's recommendation or I wouldn't have taken their advice or wouldn't have allowed them to come pick me up and drop me off and said, no, 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 you don't have to do that for me. It's okay. You know, like I wouldn't have wanted to inconvenience someone else. And in this, this exertion of whatever happened, I got an opportunity to see how people show up for me. I got an opportunity, a new perspective to see like, how, how beautiful it is when you allow people in, in communion with yourself in community and, and, and what that looks like when you don't have to do everything alone. And it was beautiful because I had, I have lived most of my life feeling that way, that I had to do everything by myself. And so Mercury and retrograde gave me this opportunity to be able to reflect on you know, a lesson that I've been working really hard on and made me actually really proud that I was like, wow, I've, I've handled this very differently. Um, on a deeper mastery level, abundance issues had been in my, my, my story for such a long time. And it was something that was so difficult for me to kind of wrap my head around and not have so much trigger reaction to when, um, you know, things were tight or when a big expense would happen or something like this, where it was a surprise expense that you hadn't planned for. And in that getting to see that it wasn't like a big deal, um, you know, to me now that I've, I've really absorbed the idea that money is just energy. It's like, okay, cool. You know, goes out, comes in, whatever. 
And that was not my perspective before. I would have panic attacks around having a certain amount in my bank account um, being crossed. I would feel anxiousness and anxiety about how, what can I do? How can I get more money? How can I blah, blah, blah? This was a part of me being asleep in that particular area. And when you have an awakening, which it doesn't happen one time, I don't think so. Like you have that initial awakening where you're like, oh, wow, I'm an empowered spiritual being. And, you know, you get to see aspects of your spirit differently than you did when you thought you were just a human. Um, That's one stage of it. But then you have to awaken to all these other perspectives of healing and and just it just gives you an opportunity to see how much you can do and, and what wounds you can heal. So anyway, so like that financial wound normally would have like made me flip and I would have been like, shit, like, what am I going to do? And in this case, I didn't even feel that that wasn't even a marker. It was like, okay. And not like I'm balling or anything at all, (laughs) but in in the universal sense, yes, I am because I, I know that I'm provided for And I've honed in that lesson. That lesson has shown up in my life so many times that I got, I got good at it. Now, some of you guys are probably less hardheaded than I am, less stubborn than I am. And so when you have that lesson two and three and four times, you're probably like, okay, I get it. I got it. I can do this. You know, um, for me, it took me probably closer to 80 times, (laughs) 90 times to finally understand and get, um, get the concept of trust into the universe and the way in which it was going, it was trying to speak to me and show me that I can release this fear. I can release this control. And that was a perspective shift. So awakening is just another way of saying, this is how we can shift our perspective and awareness around something. We can shift our energy around it too. So, um, Mercury being in retrograde, I've been kind of opening myself to what does that look like when these inconveniences come into my life and things are delayed or if there's resistance that this is an opportunity to learn. This is a catalyst, a teacher of some sort, a test, a review to get back to, you know, what's important and what, what it is that we're learning. So it was, it was cool. It was cool to see it this way this time. It was cool like that, you know, like a year ago, something like this would have made me get so upset and angry and then thus would have toppled and domino affected to other areas in which I could use a little bit more learning. This time I just surrendered and said, okay, okay, universe, you show me, tell me what it, what it is you're trying to show me. And this, what could have been a whole day ruined, could have been a whole week ruined, um, ended up just being like a couple of minutes of discomfort And then from there, all the pieces came together to fix this particular so-called issue. Rather, I got an opportunity to see it as a blessing that the pain or the inconvenience or the fear ultimately ended up being a, a, a teaching block that I got an opportunity. And I don't mean teaching block, but like it's to teach where my block was. That's what I mean. That there was this opportunity to see, okay, had I had I worked on that, had I disintegrated that giant brick that was there that was keeping me from moving forward when stuff like this happens. And to me, that's it's been like to see and reflect on that the next day, it was so beautiful. 
to get an opportunity to kind of dig into that, to get an opportunity to look and, and see from an outsider perspective, almost how the universe magic works. Have you had that? Have you ever surrendered to a moment that you normally would react or flip out on and said, I'm going to see what happens here with curiosity. Like I'm going to, I'm going to check this out. What does this mean? What is this going to look like? What, what does it look like for me not to have my normal reaction? What does it look like to not just react? What does it look like to be conscious and aware of my energy, of my movements, of my actions, of my words? What does that look like? Because we are not just left at the whim of whatever is happening to us. We also have the power to change the energy around what's happening with us. Do you ever feel that type of power? I hope to speak that into you today, that you are this embodied spirit and you have a lot more power than you think you do when you remember who you are. And that is another portion of awakening, like remembering who you are, remembering the power that you have and remembering, at least for me, that this, this is just a game. This home is temporary. Everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent, even death. That's what I believe, at least. So if nothing is permanent and nothing is temporary, it gives us an opportunity to be present with ourselves and present with our circumstances and present with our people, present with our love, present with our pain. And stop looking forward to something. Stop looking backwards at something. The forward looking is always a sense of anxiety and looking backwards usually results in some type of depression. When we look backwards, we look at regret. We look at, I should have, I could have, I would have. And when we look forward, we go, I hope, I wish, maybe. But when we're present, none of that exists there. And we're present with our emotions and say, right now I feel this. Right now I feel scared. Right now I feel violated. Right now I feel unhappy. I feel happy. I feel loved. I feel special. And we can sit with that, that very temporary feeling and we can observe it and we can be in it. And that presence, I think, does a whole number with the way that we learn and the way that we wake up. And it does a lot for our perspective because oftentimes our perspective is tainted with our past experiences or foreshadowing of our future ones imagine a scenario where someone comes in and offers you love beautiful amazing free will type of love and because of your past experiences you you can't accept it you're too scared when is the other shoe gonna drop is this someone person trying to trick me are they this are they that because of what i've experienced in the past I'm scared to really deepen this aspect of whatever because of what happened in the past. Or you can live in the future with that. Well, I hope he's the one. I hope this is going to happen. I hope we can have a baby or we can get married or um, I hope that this sibling and I can reconcile or, you know, whatever that looks like. And in that hope, we're anxious and we, we demand expectation and then we're not here with the actual moment. And then we take away from that and say, uh, uh, he didn't do this or that. She didn't do this or that. 
and that doesn't line up in narrative with what I'm imagining for my future. So it must not be them or they must be up to something reflecting back to the past. So if you can see that in that perspective, like being present is the only real way for us to be. And I don't mean that in this Zen, enlightened, lofty kind of way, guru kind of way. I just mean that like it is difficult for us to hold true perspective when we're living in the past or the future. Like we can't be present with what we're learning right now, right now, if we're in that space. Now, it's good for reflection. When I was talking earlier about what happened, I was like, in the past, I would have done X. Now that I'm being present with what's happening now, I can see my growth. That is the reason why we have time. The linearness of the way that time works for us in this particular video game <laughs> or dimension is that the the way that time's, I feel like I want to say linearity, and that's probably not a word, but you get what I mean is so we have an opportunity to reflect backwards and see how far we've grown. That's really the only purpose that time serves on this planet is for us to kind of be able to see the contrast between now and then. But when we're looking at perspective and we're being present with what's happening right now and we're not in reflection mode, then we have an opportunity to learn so much more about what's happening in that moment and also being able to to feel into whatever that temporary feeling is. So yesterday there was, there was a moment of anger and I was present with that feeling. I didn't want to suppress it. I don't want to say, Hey, you don't belong here. I was supposed to grow. So you, you can't be here. Like, I'm not saying that don't suppress that, but I was present with that moment of feeling like, why me? And I let it have its moment. I let it have its time, but it was temporary. And I, in, in the growth process have shortened how long those feelings last, how long the, that particular energy can stay in my energetic body because that vibration doesn't resonate with me as much anymore. On a different vibration, perhaps last year, I would have tuned into that energy and would have stayed with it. That would have been a, a radio station I would have loved to listen to because it fit my narrative of my past and fit my expectation of my future. That shit happens to me that I don't get to have what I want or um, I attract bad things, whatever, whatever the, the vernacular you use kind of reflect on that. But I had an opportunity to be present with that moment and say, okay, I want to like to tune into a different frequency. Now I would like to be in a place of hope and elegance, <laughs> how to handle this elegantly. What does it look like if I don't worry? What does it look like if I trust that this was supposed to happen, that um, I'm not in the, I hate the phrase, everything happens for a reason. And for some reason, it just doesn't really resonate with me. But I do think that there is something we can learn from everything that happens. And maybe that is the reason, but it seems like an overjustification. That's personal opinion. <laughs> um, so we can learn from everything that happens. And I got a chance to be super present with what was happening in that moment and getting to see that this particular person who showed up for me and made this super easy just took care of it. I'm not ever used to that. And in reflection mode, I can look in the past and say, wow, this has never really happened before. But why hasn't it happened? Has it not happened because I just had a sh I had shitty luck? Or has it not happened because that was the story I was telling myself and that's all I could see? 
perhaps other people had shown up for me before and, and had helped me, but I didn't feel like I could ask because I was still in my own vibration of looking at situations where people wouldn't, weren't going to be there for me. I was tuned into that radio station, so I couldn't hear anything else. I couldn't see anything else. And now that I'm tuned into a different radio station because of the perspective shift, I was able to get to see it in its fullness and be present with it and not hope for it to be something else, not to expect for it to be something else, not to look back and say, oh, because of these statistics, this is what it might be. I got to just be fully present with what was happening then and got to a chance to appreciate it and raise the station I was listening to. I hope that makes sense. Sometimes when I'm channeling, it just comes out and I'm like, what did I just say? Um, It feels very potent for the collective right now in perspective that the way that we look at things, that we're present with those feelings, that we're present with those deep feelings, and that we look at our struggles and our catalysts as an opportunity to learn and be present with what we're healing right now. And to not stay in the past, to not look towards the future and say, why haven't I healed this yet? I should be here by now. Not to shame ourselves in the process, not to stay in the past and look at things and go, you know, but this is what it used to be. I'm sure it's about to be this again. Even when the the stats don't say it, even in the present, when something is happening, I watch people do this all the time and I'm guilty of it too. When something is good is happening in, in your life and you explain why it's not, you explain why it's going to fail or explain why it's not where you think it will go or you kind of have, you, you poo poo on it <laughs> because you're afraid to be happy. Uh, Brene Brown has this excerpt and I can't remember which book it's in, um, where she talks about vulnerability and how you're, and I've probably talked about this on the show. It's such a moving idea to me, but that you could be in the car with your kids having the most amazing and beautiful, um, day. And then you visualize a car crash and losing two of your children and how horrible that would be and how awful that would be. And thinking, why do we do that? It's almost in our, our need to protect ourselves that we're not present with the moment that we're having then. And we think in the future of what could be bad and ruin this as a means to tr- think that we're preparing ourselves for what could happen. But let me be clear that no amount of preparation will prepare you for how that would actually feel if it did happen. Instead, you're just taking away from the present moment that could be beautiful and loving and wonderful and happy. And you're taking away from that, chipping away at it for a circumstance that might never happen. And internally, weirdly, you're also energetically rehearsing something. And be careful with that manifestation. Because, you know, depending on your your human design or whatever, how you believe in law of attraction, like we can also manifest those things that we're rehearsing over and over. And if you're feeling those feelings of loss and terror and devastation, then guess what radio station you're tuning into? You're, you're that powerful. You can tune into that radio station like it actually happened. And that's a means of protecting ourselves from the depth of vulnerability that we feel about being present especially with extreme happiness. Like when we're in extreme happiness, we think, oh, like, could this be any better? And a lot of times we'll take away from it and say, you know, or think like, okay, well, when is the other shoe going to drop? We've all heard that phrase. 
when is this going to show up? When is, when is the, the hole going to show up? The decay, the rot. I've pulled this wool over my eyes to see something beautiful and happy in this moment. I know something's coming that's going to destroy it. Why do we do that? It's, it's almost too vulnerable to be that happy. So we look for things and we look nitpick almost sometimes. And if you look for that, you'll find it. You'll find it. And then you'll be in that space again of saying like, oh, see, I told you it's too good to be true. I knew this was too good to be true. And, and you'll prove yourself right. You'll prove yourself right, but you won't be happy because it is better for some people to be right than to be happy. And even in this, these moments where bad things happen, we can be committed to that, you know, like devastation. We can be committed to that perspective of, look, see, see what happens to me. Good things don't happen to me. Of course, this happened to me. If you've ever said, of course, in uh, a pretext of a certain situation that was kind of bad, watch it. You're putting yourself in that energy space of, of course, this happened to me. I know only this type of stuff happens to me. Terrible things happen to me. You're, you are claiming it energetically. You are claiming that, of course. How could I have been so blind? Of course, shit happens to me. It's a terrible thing to say. I used to say it all the time. So <laughs> I'm not yelling at y'all. I'm, I'm talking to myself too. So giving yourself that perspective, this is another portion of awakening. When you start to see that perspective differently and you start to be present with it and say, okay, in this circumstance, imagine um, you have someone who close, close to you had passed away. It's devastating to lose someone you love, but you can be present with those feelings and, and be present with how it makes you feel and then decide to tune in to what radio station frequency you would like to listen to around that. You can obviously be in sorrow. Those are, those are full emotions too. I'm not asking you to bypass things that are hard or feel unhappy, but I'm just asking you to be present with them, not to project them into the future of this is how my life will be now and not leaning on the past of saying, look, what's happened to me up to this point. Why should I expect any better? And this is what perspective is. You, you get to choose how you see things, you, and some of the most devastating circumstances, somehow people have a very real way of being able to look at it, not in a, I'm going to look all roses and happy because that's fake and it's bullshit, but in a real present kind of way, being able to look at a situation and say, I can honor this experience. I can honor it. And it's, it might be hard. But this aversion to pain is to avert our catalysts that are here to help us grow. We've maybe, maybe even asked for them. And so I just use that example of a small example of my car getting broken into. That's not a big deal, but it could have, it could have ruined my entire day. It could have ruined uh, a perspective. I could have held on to that, like that thing happened to me. Some people like that. It, it, it aligns with their narrative and aligns with their frequency and they like, they enjoy the pain. They enjoy the massaging that area, you know, um, 
they enjoy talking and complaining about it because it gives them some type of purpose. That's the frequency they tune into. But you have an opportunity to be present with it and, and read it from a real perspective and say, how could I see this? What will I choose and commit to in this circumstance of how I would like to see this, th- what happened to me, whatever it is? You lost your job. You contracted a virus. Um, you had difficulty with your finances, with your relationship. Someone broke up with me, whatever. And you can commit to how you're going to see that. It doesn't, it doesn't choose you. The perspective doesn't choose you. It is all up to you. You are the empowered being here that gets to decide how you will see it, what it will mean to you, what it will do for you and how you will learn from it. That choice is yours. That's all I got for today. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.